Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. We are talking about traveling, and we're getting an update following a new survey that is just out from our friends at Forbes Advisor. And happy to welcome in today, Caroline Lipinski. Now, Caroline is the Senior Travel Rewards Advisor for Forbes Advisor. Caroline, it's great to see you again. Great to see you again, too. I'm excited to be here. Well, we talked with you a couple of months ago, and it was just as vaccines were rolling out, people were starting to even just maybe talk about traveling again. But you did a new survey, and you've got a lot of really interesting information coming from it. What do some of the results show? Yeah, so we we did find out some really interesting information. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I talked to you last, vaccination rates have increased quite a bit. As of today, June 22nd, 53% of Americans are partially vaccinated and 45% are fully vaccinated. So that's incredible progress in the past couple of months. So that means that travel is looking up. People are finally starting to feel comfortable again. And we've seen a lot of travel over the past year and a half, but it's looked really different. We've seen people going, taking road trips, not so much flying. But now flying is really coming back too. In the past couple of weeks, we've had a few days where over 2 million passengers have been screened by TSA. So that's, I mean, an, an incredible increase compared to the lows of the pandemic when it was, I think, under 100,000 a few days at, at the lowest. So amazingly, even though we were in a pandemic for, for 15 to 18 months, depending on when exactly you look at the start of it, Um, 34% of Americans reported traveling for leisure by air since that time. And that's not that far off from the number of people who normally travel for leisure by air once per year, which is 35%. So we saw, you know, we're comparing a 12-month period to about a 15-month period here. So it's not the exact same time frame, but that's, that's not really that far off. However, we do now see more people saying that they have plans to travel by air in the near future, an additional 19% of our survey respondents. So that's okay. a great to see the return of air travel. It's, it's been a slow go too, hasn't it? Kind of up the hill, people just really mm-hmm. waiting, watching, wanting to see what's going on out there. So Definitely. do these trends surprise you at all in, in how slow, but yet the numbers now at this point, because we're in the summer, are getting pretty big. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that surprising considering the vaccination rates and the, the better numbers we've seen for new cases um, of, of coronavirus in our population. But I will be very curious to see how this trend continues as we head into fall, which I know we don't want to talk about that yet. It's not even fully, it's barely fully summer at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're not talking about fall yet, but it will be very interesting to see what happens as we continue to move forward. Okay. Well, I am really curious. You're, you're talking about air in particular. You also mentioned driving because that remained a really popular way to obviously do a little bit of traveling in the last year. But mm-hmm. how are um, other modes of transportation or maybe even what people are wanting to do, is that changing a little more back to whatever we describe as being normal? So we're, I would say overall, we're seeing an increase in travel overall because we saw a huge increase in land travel during the pandemic and that's still high. 
people are still taking road trips. We've seen so many people move from working in the office to working online. And a lot of those people are still working online and many of them are going to stay online even after the pandemic. So I think overall, we're going to see a greater number of trips taken per, like per person per year on average after the pandemic than we did before because there's so much more flexibility that people have now. Yeah, flexibility is a really wonderful thing, especially after all of this. Um, what are you seeing with regards to prices? Um, any fluctuation that uh, you saw in this survey with regards to prices? As I'm sure you've heard, car rental prices are the hot topic right now. Ooh, yeah. The car rental companies have had to sell off a lot of their rental fleets during the pandemic because of bankruptcy issues and because at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, no one was traveling at all. Even road trips weren't happening right at the beginning. So the demand has increased much faster for car rentals than the car rental companies have been able to replenish their fleets. So there are car rental shortages all over the place. Car rental prices are insane. My friend I'm visiting next week just texted me and told me the cheapest flight, the cheapest car rental he could find while I'm there is $180 per day. And I almost said because that's like a flight price. That's not a car rental price. <laughs> so needless wow. to say, we won't be renting a car. <laughs> um, that said, we do have some tips for people who are hoping to rent cars. Oh, Number please one, share. Join. <laughs> the car rental company's loyalty program. Ah. In many cases, it allows you to skip the rental counter so you don't have to wait in that long line. And if you are a loyalty member, they're more likely to honor your reservation. If they have to choose between somebody who is a member of their program mm -hmm. and somebody who's not, they're going to choose to give the car to the person who is a member of their program. And that also can be said for people who have status with car rental companies which can be earned for free through credit card benefits. The Platinum Card from American Express yeah. offers a number of these car rental loyalty elite, um, elite program accesses as, as a benefit of the card. And that is a great way to make sure that you're going to get a rental car when you oh show up gosh. at the counter. Yes, especially if you know you really have to have one. You know, on the flip side of the rental cars, you mentioned, um, you know, that they sold off their fleets. I know two people right now that bought formerly uh, rental cars and got them at terrific prices for like mm -hmm. 800 miles on the car. Right. So that's yeah. another interesting thing that is coming out of this. But mm -hmm. okay, so that is a really good thing to keep in mind as you're traveling with regards to rental cars. Wow. What about airline prices or even hotel prices? So airline prices and hotel prices aren't as crazy as those car rental prices. <laughs> well, that's Airfare good. prices are up a bit though. During the pandemic, we saw a lot of really low, low prices on a lot of flights. Those days are pretty much gone. And overall, um, airfares are up about 9% compared to 2019. So we're even starting to see stuff tick a bit higher. That's probably partially due to increased demand. And a lot of airlines are still operating with sem semi-reduced schedules. Mm. And then hotel rental prices, hotel prices are um, still a little bit low compared to the pre-pandemic averages, but they are on an uptick as well. I don't think we'll see quite as much change compared to those pre-pandemic levels on hotel rates just yeah. because 
a lot of people have moved away from hotels to Airbnbs, so they have more space. Mm -hmm. And there haven't been the same sort of capacity cuts to hotels as airlines saw and as the car rental companies have seen with their fleet reductions. So what's your advice for people who want to travel right now? Of course, we've got the 4th of July quickly coming up. Maybe some people are looking ahead to um, taking their families somewhere right before the kids go back to school. What do they need to be thinking about right now? And I suppose we should talk about families in particular with kids traveling. Yeah, well, let's hop into the family talk first. And then we'll, we'll follow up with the advice after that. Um, one thing that was really interesting that came out of our survey is that things look a lot different for people who have kids and especially young kids. Those families are not as excited to get on a plane right now. Most of them do not want to put their unvaccinated children on a plane, which kind of makes sense, you know, yeah. like a lot of people, a lot of people over the age of 16 who have been eligible for vaccines or at least have the the vaccines have been approved for those age groups since the very beginning um, with the Pfizer vaccine originally approved for those 16 and up. Um, While it's taken a long time for everyone in those age groups to be eligible and to actually have access to getting the vaccine, as soon as they were there, you know, there's, there's supply now. Yes. But now the vaccines are um, approved for those 12 and up, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's still nothing available for younger children. And so those parents don't want to put their kids on a plane yet, by and large. Um, So I do think from that perspective, that's why we'll still see a lot of car travel happening over the summer, because there are a lot of parents who want to take their kids on a trip and they don't want to put them on a plane yet. Yeah. And obviously we know traveling together, you know, whether it's with friends or significant other or your family, it's just such a wonderful experience. So I sure can't blame them for wanting to get back out there and and doing it in a way that makes them feel safe. So now I'm going to go back to the, what kind of advice do you have for people right now? My advice would be book early for anything you want to do and then look often because prices are changing a lot. So you can lock in a price early and even, you know, if it's some, somewhere you have to go or you're not sold on the destination yet, but you want to just have something on the books, book, book that flight. Um, but then keep checking because prices are changing and there's still a lot of flexibility in place. A lot of it permanent that, that the airlines got rid of change fees and cancellation fees for a lot of flights during the pandemic. And those policies are continuing. Ooh. So you know, if, if there's a great deal, jump on it and know that even if that exact situation doesn't end up working out, you can use that airline credit for another flight on that airline up to a year later. Oh, that's great. So the flexibility remains. And that really is the thing we need to start remembering to take advantage Mm -hmm. of while we still have that. Right. And don't wait till the last minute to book anything because the prices are getting crazy. Oh my gosh, especially when you talk about the car rentals. And Mm -hmm. I know so often that just became such an easy thing. You fly somewhere, you rent a car and off you go. But okay, so it's a step-by-step process now of uh, sort of watching what you need to make your vacation plans, but also to keep it within your budget. Right, exactly. Anything else that jumps out of this survey that we should let people know about? Um, One really just interesting tidbit that that I found to be the most interesting is that vaccination, personal vaccination status 
doesn't have a large impact for most people on whether they're comfortable flying or not. Most people care more about vaccination rates among all Americans or that the region that they're planning to visit has things under control. But most people, that whether or not they are personally vaccinated doesn't have a big impact on if they're willing to fly or not. Interesting. I just find that to be one of the most interesting things that came out of the survey. And, and that really is sort of a change from what we heard even in the last couple of months. I, I feel <laughs> like people really were stepping up and saying, if I'm going to get on a plane, I want everyone to be vaccinated on the plane with me. But now mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit of change in that. That's, that's really interesting to kind of see where all of this is going to go, especially in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. All right, Caroline, anything else to add? Anything else that we need to be thinking about since so many of us are anxious to get out there and travel? Just do it. Get out there and travel. <laughs> yeah, we all we all have to make up at least one trip from last year. That's my rule. I love that. And that is the best advice I've heard in a really long <laughs> time. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Caroline Lipinski. She is the Senior Travel Rewards Advisor with Forbes Advisor. And uh, again, breaking down a great travel survey And you know what, Caroline, I'm just going to say at the end result, if you're ready to go, just do it. It'll make everybody feel good. (laughs) I I can envision a lot of smiles out there. (laughs) Caroline, thank you so much and safe travels to you because I know you are on the road right now. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, watching or listening to our Pennywise podcast. And don't forget, you can find Pennywise wherever you like to listen to your podcast. If you want to uh, catch up on any old ones, uh, we'd love for you to listen and uh, give us a little rating too. Hopefully five stars. (laughs) Thanks everybody and have a great rest of your day.